0: Alright, what's up Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you guys with Brooke's pick of the month of I Trapped the Devil from yeah. 2019. Mm-hmm. Where did you find this movie? Why did you pick this movie? What was your thought uh, process? <laughs> I was looking up
1: like Christmas horror movies and on the list and this one popped up. I never heard of it uh it actually just came on shutter so it was kind of uh good for both of us and i feel mm-hmm. like i didn't know anything about it but kind of the movie that we kind of go for and talk about whether we like it or don't like it but <laughs> you know
0: so that's fair That's yeah, fair. i don't know this is actually when i was excited to watch whenever i saw that it was coming on to shutter so no, it really... kind of worked out um yeah we'll see if our thoughts changed on that <laughs> during yeah. this episode all right uh before we talk about the movie though we'll kick off our news and boos <laughs> are you drinking tonight
1: um well we had our christmas party last night so i had to pick up some beers yep. um so i got, picked up a few different ones so one i'm drinking tonight is perth brewery uh beach me up scotty <laughs> and i didn't realize it said beach until just now i thought it just said beam me up scotty um, uh uh-huh. yeah it's a dry hopped lager
0: okay so. yeah how about you? I'm just drinking an Ace Hill Pilsner, <laughs> pretty basic, but it's a good beer.
1: I haven't heard of them, so hmm? I haven't heard of Ace Hill.
0: Oh, no, no, they're good. Uh, Toronto, nice. Fuck, Toronto has a lot of breweries,
1: yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: all right. I'm assuming you watched more than I did this week, so let's probably check your letterboxed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm guessing you watched nothing big goose egg wow all right let me know how how we look here
0: oh wow there it is you're perfect right there nice i think
1: i think i got the spot down pat now nice um yeah so i watched uh i mentioned on cliffhanger i started anna jones dial destiny finished it um i don't know is kind of average, didn't really like it that much. Uh, the villain was weak, even though I love Mads Mikkelsen, and like the ending, the third act, I thought was like <laughs> just they went way too far with it. And I, yeah, I'm not gonna say much, but I right. didn't really enjoy it. Actually, I think I like the third one or the fourth one better than this one. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I uh, went to the movies because so I was off on Friday and I watched Godzilla minus one. And my god, it is amazing. Nice. Highly recommend it if you can watch it in theaters. Um, I guess I went to IMAX. I didn't see it on IMAX, but dude, it, I had no idea this movie was coming out, and then like just kind of blew up out of nowhere, and it's getting amazing reviews, and it is a fantastic Godzilla movie. It's said in my view, he's the scariest godzilla i've seen okay and just the characters in it the story it done really well um yeah highly recommend it Eat. uh then another one i watched that came out this year which i hated but uh everyone seemed to like it it's uh netflix's leave the world behind um yeah i i didn't like it at all i just thought it was boring just i thought it was like kind of a disaster movie but it kind of was but wasn't i don't know it's really long too and yeah i, I didn't like it
0: um you, you watched some long ones this week
1: yeah i did yeah uh then threw on beer fest it's on netflix and that's like an all-time classic for me like i had this dvd i still have the same dvd uh, actually um does i love these movies this and the super troopers like i watched so much growing up uh and then finally watched four christmases um this is like one of my favorite christmas movies i don't know i just i i think it's hilarious um it's not the best reviews but i don't know i like Vince Vaughn and reese Witherspoon together so i
0: yeah. know i've watched it but i don't remember anything about it
1: uh it has uh Vince Vaughn's brother is um, what's his name? The director that did like Iron Man and all those. Oh,
0: John Favreau.
1: John Favreau. Oh uh, and his character in this is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's good. I feel um, like
0: every time I think about this movie, I I always feel like I'm thinking about Fred Claus, so I don't know which one's which.
1: Like... That's fair. I mean, and this Vince Vaughn is not like a, a Santa Claus or whatever. It's no, basically. Yeah him and Reese Witherspoon like their families are all divorced and stuff like that and they just go re- go away on holiday every year in July, and then something happens and they have to spend Christmas with each family okay. um yeah it's pretty good I like it and that's it
0: Nice. yeah I watched nothing this week I had a pretty boring <laughs> week I don't know I don't know what happened it just like it was like it was Monday night when we last recorded or Sunday night and then all of a sudden it's sunday night again
1: you know you were like off work for a few days too because you had some stuff done and you last, still didn't what
0: bo- no that was last week
1: like two weeks ago
0: yeah like i was at work all all this past week
1: oh i thought really i thought oh okay never mind that. yeah i thought
0: it was this past week that you were off when i got my nuts clipped yeah yeah, no, because I talked about it on Cliffhanger. I was off all last week.
1: Before, oh, okay. before cliffhanger. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Put in a full week's work this week. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Last week. But, uh, yeah, didn't do much. Um, hit my reading challenge goal. So that's exciting nice. for me. Yeah. Uh, I was a little worried a couple weeks ago that I maybe wasn't going to hit it, but I did it. Good job, man want to go above and beyond so i know i won't i won't hit mine technically because i read i
1: up mine and i don't think i'm going to get to 50 books but
0: you're like eight away yeah in two weeks <laughs> just uh listen to a lot of short audiobooks that's what Bettina did stop <laughs> <laughs> that i was laughing
1: yeah she like her reading like a novella tonight that she got for, like some of the books at indigo and it was like one of those old like like Virginia Woolf book or something like that. And yeah. she's like, yeah, I can't do this. It's just like 120 pages, just like an essay on feminism, I guess. And she's like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Send that off to a book trader. Yeah. All right. For our news, not a whole lot, but there's some stuff here. Um, we got confirmation that uh, they're making Saw Eleven
1: oh okay
0: um
1: i mean i could have saw that coming with
0: how success, well yeah yeah i'd like to know what they're gonna do with it like is it gonna be another sort of pre sequel sort of thing or yeah because
1: they plopped 10 and in, in between
0: one, one and, and, two, and two right yeah. yeah so we'll see um like there was any question but lauren lavera has signed on to do terrifier 3 Officially. Um, mm. uh, Universal and Blumhouse are bringing Lee L's The Wolfman to theaters on October 25th, 2024. Mm. That'll be cool. Uh, and there's some. Oh, Smile 2. Um, they've signed their lead role in um, Naomi Scott. So She was mm. in Char- Charlie's Angels and Power Rangers. Nice. It looks nice. familiar, but I'd have to look a little more. And other than that, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. John Waters is coming back to play the Good Guy Dolls creator in the Chucky TV show. Hmm. He was in he was in one of the movies. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I've been watching uh, Reacher just came out, second season. And I saw that they they've already renewed uh season three and started filming season three already. So
0: a breacher. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. So I'm pretty pumped about that.
0: Yeah. How's the new season.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah, It's only three episodes out right so far, but yeah, but it's, it's kind of shitty because like the first season was the first book. And now the second season, it's the 11th book.
0: Oh, I remember you saying something. About so that. it's like, I don't know. That's weird.
1: Yeah. But, Oh well. Have you read
0: it? Yeah, you've read the first
1: book. I read the first two, I think. You? Yeah, yeah. They're good. Yes. Better than our boy Tom Cruise. It's <laughs> well, like doesn't... uh yeah, Reacher in the book. He's like six foot five and like yeah. two hundred and like 40 50 pounds. And then you know Tom Cruise is five foot six and <laughs> I don't know, 150. And uh the guy that plays Reacher in this, Alan Richon, who is from um Moon
0: State.
1: Blue Man State. So like season one, he was, I think, like 220. And for season two, he put another 30 pounds of muscle for season two.
0: I was gonna say, like, I've seen the trailer and he looks fucking huge, man. Yeah, he is,
1: man. Like
0: but yeah. Goals. I know. I know. All right. Once you get that sip of beer down, what do we got for 4K? 4K. Alright,
1: so 4K if you can see Day It. There we go. Yeah, okay. Uh so we got five nights at Freddy's. Um I'm nice. not really excited for it. I'll probably wait till it comes on streaming because I never played any of the games and I know this movie got absolutely shit on this mm-hmm. year, so
0: yeah. I feel like they could make a six deal book though.
1: Well, yeah, definitely. That would yeah. look cool
0: in a collection.
1: Uh school days. Which I've never, I don't think I've seen that movie. Um The Creator, which is one of I wanted to watch in theaters, but I never really got around to it. So I'm excited to check that out. Uh Suspect Zero, not too sure what that is, but pretty good cast. Uh Waterworld, which um is one of your favorite movies. I still haven't seen it yet, so maybe I'll try and pick that up. Uh The Man from Nowhere, which kind of sounds familiar it kind of sounds like a western movie to be honest but yeah it does Ooh, the whaling on 4k nice that'd be a good one to have uh face off and clue yeah i just want to I... make sure i fucking picked yeah December oh, 12th. okay
0: i just saw a sneak
1: oh peek of... teenage Mutant ninja turtles yes uh that's a sick oh guillermo del toro's pinocchio on criterion that'd be oh, nice. sick
0: that cover um, is so cool
1: of uh what pinocchio
0: no teenage Well, Pinocchio.
1: oh teenage yeah that yeah, is yeah um got weird owl and then or weird i guess and then uh mandalorian first and second season nice so pretty big week for uh 4k yeah. this week
0: uh i guess that's it yeah you're talking about this movie Thank you. in the intro this week we are talking about i trapped the devil from 2019 starting off with the synopsis a man descends into paranoia after trapping what he believes to be the devil in his basement but things take a dark turn when his family unexpectedly arrive for christmas the premise sounds cool
1: it does yeah
0: like it sounds like it could be like a Balls to the wall, like fun type Mm -hmm. of Christmas movie. Yeah. Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is directed by Josh Lobo, and this is his only directing credit so far. Mm -hmm. Um, It stars Scott Poythress, who plays Steve. Uh, He was in Greenland. That was the only one that I recognized. Um, A.J. Bowen plays Matt. He was in Your Next, The House of the Devil, The Old Ways, Death December, and Satanic Panic. Yeah,
1: he's been in a few uh, few horror
0: yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Susan Burke played Karen. She was in Southbound. And lastly, I didn't know who to put for a third, so I just put uh, Jocelyn Donahue, who played Sarah. Um, she was the woman that we saw on the TV, and okay, there was like okay. a flashback over to. Um, mm-hmm. She was in In Cities Chapter 2, The Heads of the Devil, Dr. Sleep, and Holidays. Nice. Yeah. So not like a huge cast, but mm-hmm. I mean, A.J. Bowen and Jocelyn Donahue, they've been in their fair share of yeah. movies.
1: I did have an honorable mention.
0: All right. Uh, Chris
1: Sullivan, he played the man. Mm-hmm. He was in the, the door closet thing. Yeah. Um, he was on This Is Us, I believe. I only watched the first like a couple seasons, but I think he was one of the friends that was on that show.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: a guy named Toby. I don't know if you watched the show.
0: Oh, Toby's uh, he's like one of the main characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played Taserface in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who is Taserface?
1: You don't remember him? Uh, I gotta look uh rocket raccoon like fucks with them, right yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh he played a character on stranger things i don't know which season um american dead uh he was actually um the voice of bane in merry little batman which just came out
0: okay Um. Uh, yeah cool. <laughs> He's your face yeah i remember who that is I knew that that voice sounded familiar. Yeah, it all makes sense now. All right, well, short and sweet intro to the movie, so I guess we can yeah dive into the discussion.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, I saw a lot of people compare this to uh TV show back in the was it, 80s or 90s. Um, can't even fucking think of what it's called. Uh, hold on.
0: what you're talking about twin peaks episode or something the outer limits
1: i say twin peaks yeah
0: twilight zone yeah that's what i meant to say not the outer limits
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah because i guess there was a twilight zone episode that was like pretty much the same as this Um, okay so a lot of people saying like you know just go watch that episode rather than this movie but this movie is only you know an hour 22 minutes it's not that long um it is a very slow burn movie
0: i was gonna say i'm happy that it was only an hour and 20 minutes because if it was much longer like i'd be locking myself in that room
1: (laughs) yeah yeah uh so yeah the movie opens up um there's these cops coming into like a boarded up house there's like a weird drawing on one of the boards the tv is like acting all weird and fuzzy and stuff. Um, There's Christmas lights. So no, this is a Christmas movie, I I guess, technically. Uh, And then that's it. And it just cuts to the house, I guess, in present time. And I was like, that's like the only opening to like the movie. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I felt like I wanted more from it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It almost felt like it was opening up to be like an anthology type movie or like a found footage movie
1: yeah yeah uh so our main characters matt and karen they show up to this house um there's like a lot of stuff like in the way of the doorway and matt gets in and he's like what the fuck you know and then he sees steve standing there and steve has a knife and then I just cuts them inside the house and i was like you're not gonna question like why he's just holding the fucking giant ass knife in his hand (laughs) like i guess they did break in technically but yeah yeah
0: Little bit of foreshadowing for later on too. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh he basically says that uh they can't stay there. Um, that they have to leave. And they say so. Matt is Steve's brother. Yeah. Karen is married or together with uh Matt. Yeah. And Karen speaks up. She's like, Oh, it was my idea to drive out here and see you. You know, it's Christmas. And you know, Steve is pretty much saying, like, yeah, I can't you guys can't stay here. And they, like they kind of talk, and Steve is like, "Well, would you guys decide?" And like, "Well, we're gonna stay because, like, you know, we drive Volt drove all this way, and you know, you're kind of weird." So
0: <laughs> you can tell that uh, Matt and Steve are very estranged. Yeah, but, but we don't know why yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they don't have a good relationship, and you can see that right from the beginning.
1: No, no. Uh, Matt's nose bleeds a lot. In this, I don't know. I don't
0: know the significance of that at all.
1: So I don't really get the significance of a lot of the stuff that is in this. (laughs) So there is an accident of some sort. And I think from what I get from it is that Matt was driving a car with, I think, their family in it. Either Steve's wife or like their mother, and there was an accident. I think, and like it killed the family except Matt survived. So maybe like he gets the nosebleeds from the accident or something like that. Maybe. Because at the end of the movie, we see like Steve have a kind of like vision of a girl like blindfolded. So like, who did you think that was? I mean, we're kind of skipping ahead, but
0: I was thinking that that was Steve's wife yeah yeah but um steve also has a vision too of a guy with long hair holding um like a stuffed bunny yeah and there's blood coming out of the stuffed bunny and the guy says like i can't stop the bleeding Mm -hmm. and there's one point too where matt or where steve says to aaron i think it is and he said the man that did this is an evil but evil allowed it to happen so I don't know. Right,
1: if... I thought he was referring to Matt, but uh, I think maybe he's... not.
0: I don't know if like his his wife and daughter got into a car accident or if someone killed mm-hmm. them, and that's yeah. who that vision was. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah,
0: that may... Like that's but... kind. Of, that's kind of why Steve's gone off the rails.
1: Yeah, yeah. Might need another viewing on this this movie, maybe. But I don't know. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh the TV in this movie was almost a character of itself. And yeah. I was trying really hard to understand its role in this movie. So do you think that because every now and then you see like the TV will turn on by itself and it will have like the, the popcorn thing on it. Um and then like a girl will be on it like faintly. Do you think that was like the devil that was broadcasting her on it, or like,
0: yeah, it's possible, like almost taunting Steve, mm-hmm. if that yeah. was his wife. Oh, on the TV. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. What do you What do you think?
0: I don't. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Like, what were your thoughts? Well, I
0: i don't know i'm in the the same boat as you like (laughs) we're just trying to piece this together yeah
1: yeah uh so um they're at like a dinner having dinner dinner and steve is like acting really quiet and weird and i don't know if he has like blood on his hands but like at one point matt's just like oh you're doing some painting finger painting Hmm. and then uh the phone like keeps ringing and stuff like that steve picks it up and like there's, like, no one really there. You just hear, like, muffles, and, like, Steve starts, like, kind of, like, crying, get emotional. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, maybe it was, like, his wife that was, like, calling, like, the devil, like, having the, his wife call. Yeah. Or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then he asks to talk to Matt privately. He brings him in there. The phone rings again. He hands it up immediately. Uh, He asks Matt if he trusts him. And Matt is, like yeah sure you know never uh,
0: never a good starting point for a conversation
1: no no and steve says it has to show him something um meanwhile karen is upstairs looking through one of the rooms uh she sees there's a picture there of like two women so i'm guessing like that was steve's wife or maybe their mother or something like that um She does find a gun in a box with bullets. Then all of a sudden, Matt comes upstairs. He's, like, panicking, stuff like that. And then he says that uh, Steve has a man locked in the basement. Um, that's a, He says that it's the devil that he has trapped.
0: Man, Matt flip-flops so much in this fucking movie, too. He does, yeah. Because, like, he comes up and he's fucking panicking and he's, like he's fucking crazy like there's weird shit going on blah blah blah. and then they go back downstairs and then it's karen who's like freaking out and then matt's like trying to be like oh well, no like maybe we should hear him out and all this yeah. stuff it's like dude make up your fucking mind yeah and yeah. Then later on matt's freaking out again saying like that they need to get this guy out of there yeah
1: um i did feel like they did the lighting and like the feeling of this like kind of one-shot location done very well yeah um the music i i think was good but they kind of like i think this did a bit too much like there's felt they're like building up the intensity for something and then like nothing happened
0: yeah yeah the whole movie really i felt the same way like the music would be good if there was something that it was actually building up to yeah and I like yeah. the the red of the basement too. I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so is okay. So Steve brings Matt down there to where the cellar is, and there's like three locks in the door, and then like I don't know if it's like a cross that he puts up on it. Um but the guy in there like as soon as he takes the, the cross off the guy in the, the door starts like talking so I don't know if like it's kind of like a ward that's kind of like stopping him from talking but
0: that's what I think from it
1: yeah that's what I thought too so he's basically saying like he needs to get to his family like help him out please stuff like that Um, one question I had is like how did Steve get him in there
0: I was wondering after the whole movie too but
1: I guess like that's the movie doing it on purpose right like to kind of leave questions maybe to like have you kind of rewatch the movie a couple times to kind of pick up on stuff maybe Mm -hmm. but
0: and then like once you see what's actually in there it makes Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more sense but
1: yeah because um steve tells matt that he saw and felt it change into a man so like this thing can change its body shape, which we do see that happen because so the movie it's a man talking. And even whenever Karen is downstairs, like you can tell this guy is not like human, right? Hmm. Because some of the stuff he says. Um so Steve brings Matt upstairs and Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit going up there. I don't know what the fuck is going up there, but (laughs) it's like Charlie from It's Always Sunny with all the fucking red strands and stuff. Yeah.
0: And you can tell, or you see now where, like, why his hands were all dirty. Because he's Mm. got, like, charcoal drawings and stuff like that strewn all over the walls. Yeah.
1: So it's basically all these, like, missing posters of people missing or, like, murders and stuff. And... From what I got from it, like, he is trying to connect all of these things to, like, the devil is, like, doing all this stuff, right? Because Steve goes on later about how, like, he asks Matt, like, do you know how many people in the world are, they die of a violent death or something like that? And, like, all these violent deaths have been, like, popping up around where they live I believe that's why he thinks that it's the devil that's doing all these things yeah so he's like kind of connecting it mm-hmm. um I didn't think Steve like the guy the actor did play like a crazy guy really well
0: mm. um yeah it was it, a well-acted movie yeah like I feel like all three of the main actors did a good job
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah while they're up there he shows them like uh a book that's like the devil in you. Kind of trying to teach Matt about all this stuff. Um, uh, what else? I was wondering if, uh, oh, the gun has gone missing now. Um, so Steve has it. I was wondering if he, because Matt picks up like a girl and missing poster, kind of looked like the girl in the TV a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any relation to that, but uh,
0: yeah. Um, uh, maybe. Per- maybe. And that's what the devil's putting through the TV, Mm -hmm. because, well, no, the girl on the TV is blonde, is she not?
1: I thought the one that he picks up was blonde as well, but maybe not.
0: No, Uh, I'm more going toward like what I was going to say, but I don't want to give away the ending.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I get you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: Karen goes downstairs uh, while they're upstairs, and. Um he's like saying stuff that he shouldn't know. Like he knows Karen's name, and like mm-hmm. he says she asked him like why are you locked it here, or something like that, and he says, like, because of what he, I did to them, or something like that. Then like he starts like laughing. His laugh was pretty like scary. Oh, yeah. It's it was really, deep, done really like... well. Yeah. And like he knows her name. So at this point, you know that it is like some this probably is the devil right it is like something like that so steve's not crazy and i think at this point karen has to like know that like he might
0: not be crazy well yeah because she he starts taunting her and like she almost gets up to let him out Mm -hmm. and then she sits back down and he's like oh i almost had you yeah
1: yeah (laughs) so it's like
0: it's like if she didn't believe that there was something in that door that was like evil, mm-hmm. she probably would have opened it. yeah, but she second guessed yeah. herself and sat back down,
1: yeah, yeah., uh, and then upstairs, um Steve has the gun pointed at both of them, kind of questioning them because uh, they're not really playing along with him. and then gets into like a really weird part of the movie where like, uh, is that at this point? That... no no it's not at this point but then there's like a break kind of and like they're upstairs talking and stuff and then like Steve is dancing with the gun with his whiskey just like dancing and stuff it's like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was it was weird um there's like a drawing that he puts up and like was that a drawing of what he saw maybe
0: maybe yeah
1: he puts it up on like the board like it's in front of the door because he boards everything up trying to keep whatever is in here inside i guess right um and when steve goes downstairs he's kind of acting weird and i thought he's gonna open the door for a second like maybe shoot whatever was in there but uh he doesn't end up doing it um
0: and this this is where matt goes back into that room with uh, like the newspaper clippings and everything. Yeah. And this is where we learned because there's a headline in the newspaper. It says Christmas crash claims lives Brentville father grieves. So I think that, that what is, I would assume is what happened to his family.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And at that point, Sarah or Karen goes downstairs Mm -hmm. and she's talking to Steve downstairs. Yeah. And he fucking chloroforms her.
1: Yeah, he does, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
1: because is it is it the man that says uh evil evil is what hurts you the most, or is that Steve that says it?
0: I think it was Steve, yeah, it was Steve.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh so he ends up locking Matt in a room somewhere upstairs, but Matt ends up getting out, and then he chains heron downstairs in the thing and like she picks up a saw and i was like oh cut off your leg do it (laughs) (laughs) but uh no it doesn't happen no no um and then so downstairs matt is downstairs and he wants to let the man out of the room um and I don't know why, like, at this point, Karen doesn't kind of tell Matt like what the man has been saying to her to mm-hmm. so, like trying to convince him. Like, it almost seems like the man has like gotten into her head a bit, right?
0: Yeah, because she's like silent throughout this whole part,
1: yeah, and especially like what she does at the end, right? Like, mm. yeah, she pretty much protects the man, kind of, yeah. Um, so they're downstairs, um, Matt as the gun because he got it from steve because steve was kind of freaking the fuck out and he talked matt or steven to giving him the gun um they go downstairs matt's about to open the door and then steve goes in front of it he's like no please don't do it you know and then you know sweat to unlock it and then steve stabs him and kills matt and uh I was pretty surprised about that, because, like, they're brothers, right? So, it's like, Jesus, man.
0: I thought it was Matt that stabbed Steve at first. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was kind of surprised with that, too.
1: Um. So, then, I was wondering why Karen has not, like, called the cops, unless she was the one that did call the cops, but...
0: Yeah, because, well, maybe it is what you said, like, the devil kind of had a hold on her at this point. Because like. Even when Matt gets stabbed. The only. Mm-hmm. she She's quiet. And she like yeah. very calmly is just like. What have you done? Yeah. And I was just like. "I just killed your husband.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's your yeah. only reaction? Yeah. Because Steve goes upstairs. And he's like covered in blood. Because he just stabbed his brother. And then Karen comes up and i was like i typed in like how's karen not calling the cops and then she just fucking shoots him. i was like oh she fucking killed him, what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> um and the cops get the call so it goes to the front of the movie so like i wonder i'm guessing that she called the cops maybe
0: if she did like or a, or neighbor. a neighbor yeah yeah i don't know
1: yeah uh so the cops come they get into the house um you know, Look at it, the one cop's looking at the TV, his other partner is gone. He goes into the kitchen, and Steve is there, like on the floor, just like covered in blood, like so much blood. Um, and then he goes downstairs to the basement, and he sees like the door there, and he hears someone like saying, like, Please, please help me, help me. Meanwhile, Karen is like sitting with Matt. And she has a gun, and then just fucking shoots him in the head. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? And I was wondering, like, was her throat cut? I think so. Because, like, she had, like, blood, like, here, and, like, on her head. So, like, I don't know.
0: I wonder if it was just Matt's blood. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Like, she had blood on her hands or anything like that.
1: But, like, why? Because she wasn't talking at all, and, like, why... Kill the cop like clearly she had to be like the devil had a part of her right
0: yeah I've, that's my best explanation of it
1: mm-hmm. yeah um and then the other cop comes downstairs and he sees the door there and he opens it and i was like how the fuck did you unlock it like where'd you get the keys there's three locks on it <laughs> <laughs> but he opens it up and what were your thoughts going into like the ending here like leading up to it did you think that they were going to show who it was or what it was like what were you expecting
0: uh i can tell you what i wasn't expecting and it was what came out of the door a little girl (laughs) that was yeah i was not expecting that um i really didn't know what to expect like at first I saw like the door was going to start creaking open and then the credits would roll and we wouldn't mm-hmm. see what was in there. Mm-hmm. That's really what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I didn't expect a little girl to come out. I don't know what I expected. Like if I expected it to be a man or if there was going to be like a jump scare at the end mm-hmm. and it was just like one long slow burn to a jump scare. Yeah. To finish it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know yeah did the what second did cop
1: i don't think the second cop died right
0: no the second one stayed alive
1: yeah i wasn't expecting like the little girl but i thought it made sense right because she like pops up you just see like her shoes and like a little shoes with bows on it mm-hmm. i'm like well it's kind of smart because like you know if it's a little girl then like the cops aren't gonna like suspect her for having anything to do with all of this right
0: yeah yeah
1: and just like Walks up the house, walks out, just, like, skipping down the road, you know. (laughs) But uh, I thought it was just going to end, like, just open up and just be a black screen and then just. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's kind of what. And kind of
1: leave you with, like, was there actually someone in there? You know, was Steve actually just crazy, you know?
0: But. I feel like that ending could have worked.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, just completely leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Wide open. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's a short movie and not much to talk about. No. Um. Yeah. Anything else?
0: No. Not okay. really, man.
1: All right. Well, that's the way the blood splatters.
0: All right. How did you rate this movie?
1: Um. Story. I'll give it. I haven't put much too too much thought into this. I'll go a five out of ten okay um like there's not much of a story here like I think this movie makes you kind of do a lot of the legwork for the most part like yeah the synopsis is that someone has um the devil trapped in his house and his family comes like yeah that's what happens but like I feel like the background stuff and like kind of you putting the pieces together and watching it maybe a second time to kind of like Learn the relationship between these characters and like what happened and what's happening. Um, so yeah, five out of ten. Uh, quality, I'll go a again, like I don't know, five out of ten. I'll do this, do the <laughs> same. Um, I thought this movie was like a typical kind of shutter style movie, you know, like mm. you get that like dark grainy feel through at it i like the one shot location was done well um the music was good but like we said like i think a bit too much uh the actors i thought did a good job and uh yeah i mean just very average movie to me so five out of ten for both
0: all right right. what about you i'm gonna go a little bit lower than you for the story i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a four Um, I was just I was really bored for this whole movie, yeah. Um, like I said before, I'm happy it was only an hour and 20 minutes long. Uh I feel like it had something there, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't giving us anything.
1: Yeah, there's not much dialogue at all.
0: No, and like I don't know, the actors did a good enough job with what they had, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're just wasn't enough like I was just bored through the whole thing like and I like slow burn movies but Mm -hmm. there's gotta be like a good ending for a slow burn like I was expecting like the last 15-20 minutes to just be fucking crazy and I was gonna be like yeah Yeah. okay the ending Mm -hmm. has redeemed this movie yeah but even the ending was boring yeah like we get a couple deaths that are whatever and then that's Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah I don't know I feel like there could have been something there it just wasn't Mm-hmm. Uh and quality, I'll go with what you said. I'll give it a five. Um I liked the setting. I liked the camera work and stuff, and like the, the red light filter that was on whenever they were in the basement. I liked that. Uh the acting was good enough. The music was good, but it was just overbearing. Way too overbearing for this movie. Um, for it to not really produce mm-hmm. anything that the music suggested. Yeah. Uh so. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, pretty mediocre movie. Mm-hmm. I probably won't give it a second watch. I just don't really yeah. have any desire to. Yeah,
1: I'll probably forget about it in like a <laughs> minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, four out of five, or four out of 10 and a five. Three. Nice. All right, you guys know our scores. We'll head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Critics' consensus... A slow-burning horror story that takes spine-tingling advantage of its setting and cast, I Trap the Devil marks an auspicious debut for writer-director Josh Lobo. So, Based on that, what do you think the critics scored it after you finish your yawn? <laughs> um,
1: I'll go 56.
0: Way higher.
1: See, I was going to go in like the 40s, but I was like, now this is like The critics, like, this is a critics movie, so maybe I should have went higher. What was it?
0: Critics gave it a 74%.
1: But on how many ratings?
0: 38.
1: Okay, okay.
0: An average score of 6.4 out of 10. The audience gave it a 42%. Yeah. On 100 ratings, or an average score of 2.9 out of 5, or a Mm -hmm. 5.8 out of 10. Yeah,
1: Letterboxd is pretty much the same for your audience rating. It's a 2.8 out of 5. Um, I give it a two and a half. You gave it a one and a half. Uh Jess from horror movie crew gave it a one and a half as well. Um I know Anthony watched it. He gave it a three and a half, so he liked it. Okay. Uh that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Hit or miss with the rankings. Ratings. Yeah. All right, you ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. gonna be perfectly honest i haven't put much thought into this but me other, we'll go okay. with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right what'd you give for a scare rating
1: uh scare rating just because i can't really give it a zero I'll give it a one out of ten um yeah not not scary like that atmosphere was i guess i don't know okay but just like you said it felt more bored than scared during this movie like, I didn't feel like I was in, like, distress or anything, you know? So.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I didn't feel like our characters were in danger as well. Like, I know Steve was kind of crazy, but, like, I didn't really think they were in, in danger. Um, Scary scene. I'll go with, like, when the man is talking to Karen. Like, the guy that did his voice, like, did it such a good job. Like, it's so calm and, like, relaxing and then, like... When he does his laugh, it's just, like, so, like, I don't know, it's very clear laugh, like, yeah. I don't know. It so it's done very well. Yeah. Um, and then would I survive? Uh, I mean, I think so. Like, I feel like I would have made better decisions than the people in this movie, unless, like, I was Karen and got, like, taken over by the devil or something like that, then, mm. yeah. What about you? All right.
0: Um I'm going to go a touch higher with my scary rating. I'm going to give it a 2. Hmm. Uh just because like I do feel like there is some tension in the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And like you're kind of left wondering like what's actually mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's like some scenes like with the TV. It's not like super scary, but it's like mm-hmm. it just it adds a little bit of an element to it. Yeah. Um my scariest scene I'm going to do Steve's uh vision that he has with the the guy with the long hair okay hold the, yeah Holding the bloodied uh stuffed animal yeah. yeah um it just kind of took me by surprise like i wasn't really wasn't mm-hmm. expecting there to be a fucking ragged looking guy holding two <laughs> bloody uh stuffed animals so and would i survive i think i would because i probably wouldn't have stayed there any longer after he said that he had someone locked in his basement yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been my cue. Like, okay, hey, call the cops yeah. and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, whether he's my brother or not, there's mm-hmm. probably not sticking around for that. Yeah. You dug your own grave, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Pretty low key movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we'll add it to the wall of shame.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We should get one of those going.
1: Yeah. Uh. That's term. kind of that's kind of. Rough.
0: <laughs> Figure out what the worst movies are that we've done. Not a bad idea. HMC had it for a while. Did they? Do they still do it? Yeah, they had their like bottom five or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. But anyways, okay. Um, it's December. You got to pick a Christmas movie. Um, so I'm gonna pick a Christmas movie, even though our next episode is gonna be after Christmas. But
1: well it'll be like January
0: first yeah or we could release it maybe a little early because we both have some holidays around the christmas season i think yeah don't we yeah we'll talk about it but anyways um i'm picking christmas evil christmas
1: evil yeah
0: okay I've it's not heard sh- of this movie but it's it's on shutter um i've watched it before like a few years back and i remember enjoying it but it's uh it's on a lot of lists for like some of the best Christmas horror movies. It's pretty well received.
1: How do you spell evil?
0: Same way that you normally would.
1: Okay. So it's not coming up on. Uh, there's well, a it short. It might have, have Christmas a different
0: evil. It might have a different name. Uh, you better watch out, is what it's called on, on uh, IMDb. Oh, I've seen this.
1: I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I remember Joe Bob did it on. Yeah. Was it last? It might have been, la, it might have been it the last year's Christmas, Joe Bob, or the year before. Yeah. Yeah, it's an older one, right?
0: Yeah, from 1980.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen most of this movie, but it's been a year or two, so.
0: Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Sweet. Hopefully we like it better in this one.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
0: <laughs> All right, well, that episode was short and sweet. Uh, if uh, you want it's all good. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You click the link in our bio on Instagram. You'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch, and there's also a link to our Discord or to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual Letterboxd accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Thank you for tuning into to what is probably our shortest ever episode. I haven't clocked it down yet, so I don't know. I don't know.
1: Thanks. We've had one that was like 45 minutes, so.
0: You think this beats it? It's pretty it's close. close. We'll find it's out. It.
1: Yeah. We'll find all right, guys. Well, talk to you in a couple of weeks.
0: And Merry Christmas.
1: Yes.